Right, so that just ended mad abrupt. This locks you off quickly. So you're tuned into Tempo Flow Music Industry Talks Part Two. <laughs> Nima, we're back. Oh, so did. Hi. Yeah, I didn't realize it's been an hour already. Wow. Do you know what happened, yeah? It said two minutes, but all of a sudden it just ended. So we didn't even get the full two minutes. It just locked it off. That's yeah. a little, didn't it? Yeah, that's a little. I was like, I was in my groove. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you were saying, what was you saying? You were talking about I was, I was just saying, yeah. Um, the campaign would be young. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, um, I mean, I think, because obviously we went over, so I think if there's, just in case if there's any other questions, I think I was sort of, basically what I was saying is, is like a big chunk of my job, it kind of happens in the planning process. Um, so as in like getting video, getting all the creative, getting all the assets together and being quite hands-on with that. With some artists, it's a, it's a lot... Um, it's a lot easier to kind of like be involved with the career. Some artists have really strong, specific ideas creatively um, and they want to do that exactly as it is. And they don't really like want anyone else to tell them that, you know, maybe it'll be better if we use this show or that. And then there's a lot of other artists who are, you know, want to be a lot more collaborative and will listen. Um, so it's, it depends with B Young. It's, he, he's another one. I think he's like, he knows, he knows who he is and he knows who his fans are and what they like and what they respond to. So, you know, it's a collaborative, um, it's a, it is a collaborative project up to a point because we, when we start, he more or less like sets the tone and he's like, this is what we want to do. And at least we know what, what, what we're all working towards. Um, so, yeah, no, with Be Young, like, honestly, they're so hands-on, but they're, they, like I said, they do so much of it themselves. Like they're quite self-sufficient. His brother shoots his videos, B edits his videos. He, and to be honest, like, the way he edits his videos is always a much better edit than you know what an editor will send us. Um, so then you know it's it's an it's usually a pretty straightforward process with them really because, because yeah they know because they know what it, you know they've already got they've got a very clear idea in their head of what they want. Whereas with some other artists, they you know they're more sort of their their, their thing is the music. It's not the creative thing. It's like I just want to make music. It's like I don't want to sit here and think about video concept and all of that like you guys go off and get me ideas and I'll tell you which one I like so no uh, campaigns the same ever to be honest uh, um, so that's why marketing is great and more people need to do it so it's not just one black marketing person in every label <laughs> so yeah. there was a couple oh, no, of questions yeah. that we had that before we laptop. I saw a cheeky one for Mr. Semtex he was asking, what's the worst artist you've ever worked with? Oh, or come the... on. Sam's just trying. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing okay. that. <laughs> we'll, we'll swerve that one for a sentence. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, I There's saw many, from... trust me, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> I saw one from Simone Official. So I said, what's the best way to get noticed by a label? So I assume that's for an artist, I think. Um, oh, Okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's the, the usual stuff. Again, like I said, it's just be proactive in, in your career. So don't just make music and put it on DSPs and think people are going to notice it. Like, have a plan outside of just, I'm going to put this music out. You know what I mean? Like, 
build focus on building your audience i think before you're thinking about labels you know what i mean focus on that you know see you kind of like you know try even if you're starting out with like a hundred fans try and understand who those fans are and what they're into and what is it that they like about you and understand that so then at least you know how to speak to them when you're pushing your music and you know how to present your music in a way that's going to appeal to them but the best way to get noticed by a label is to, to build a fan base to focus on your fans and focus on that not yeah not focusing because it's that if your fans are gonna are gonna help you know are gonna help kind of like push you forward especially i know when you're starting out you don't have budget to be hiring publicists and radio pluggers and you don't really need to like please don't spend money hiring people so early in your career to do the thing because honestly you can do it yourself um so that's why i would say focus on building an audience focus on building your fan base and speaking to them even if it's just 50 people or 100 people like Honestly, if I could like take, cherish that, really just like focus your energy on speaking to them as well, because they will tell people and they will push, they will push your music more passionately and like, and they'll push it harder than any plugger that you're playing, that you're, that you're paying to push your music. So focus on that. And trust me, like when people start seeing the, those follower numbers build, they, they do, they, like, they take notice and they will, you know, labels will take notice and they'll reach out to you. And then someone like me will hunt you down. There you go. Yeah. Um, G-Star says, what are ways to be proactive slash market yourself independently to grow a fan base if you don't want to show your face? And Moncho did it successfully by dropping a freestyle on Kelly Star, which went viral. It's an interesting question. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I always struggle with that. Um, Have you had many artists that haven't shown their face? No. I think we were... We were talking to one who i think like as a label we were we were interested in signing but she we didn't have signing it was actually a girl which i think would have been an interesting um i think that would have been an interesting proposition um it was like a girl that doesn't show her face because for me that would be interesting because it's like well then you're not relying on looks here like you've actually got a you know build an artist campaign that you know you're not relying on a, a pretty young lady in front of your camera, which I thought was really interesting. I was quite excited about that, but that didn't happen, unfortunately, that fighting. Um, if you're not interested in showing your face, you know what? I don't, um, I, I, is that, that one stumped me. I think we can, um, it's that. Maybe then you just, you create content. Then if you're not going to show your face, then you've got to find a way of making content that's it's still interesting to watch or just you've got to make and shit hot music i guess like i mean burial did it i think a while back he he did not show his face he just didn't do anything he just put out music this was of course a very different era like the soundcloud era but people loved his music so much so there was a bit of an enigma about who is he and you know who's this guy and who just didn't want to be present um, who didn't want to be that it added to it so some i guess like not showing your face can add to that enigma but you've got to make it attractive to people kind of wanting to figure out who you are i guess and m honcho yeah like you said you did that with the freestyle on kenny all-star so maybe you find the platform that can do that for you, you can find a platform that can push you forward and propel you without you having to show who do you who you're even your faces um i'm a bit i don't know i'm a bit stumped with that i have to think about it. i think also they're good music yeah and music at the end of the day yeah like if the music's good no one's gonna care well i was gonna use the example of one of the biggest artists or DJs is Marshmallow. And I don't know if everyone also knows that it's yeah. a Marshmallow song. Dance, most yeah. dance DJs cover their faces, right? Like Dead Mouse, yeah. like you said, Daft Punk, 
Yeah, I think good music will will trump that. So Lloyd said it. Yeah, good music. Um, we've got a question here from Nabdella. Uh, yeah. Says, what... hey, <laughs> <laughs> as we know what do you think about focusing on one genre in marketing is it a strength or a weakness um i know she could have asked this to you on the phone she could have texted you this no she i mean she we've talked <laughs> she just wants to you know she's trying to help help me get the message out um i i don't I don't think for me, I didn't. I didn't think it, it's a strength because for me, I kind of like the ambitions I have is, you know, if I I want to run a label one day, so I was just like, I pigeonhole myself into only doing one genre, then I'm kind of basically like limiting myself really and limiting the skills that I can learn. Um, so I've always kind of like for for kind of having most of my most of my genres like yeah like rap, rappers and like singers. Um, who make like R&B and hip hop, but I've always, you know, I like indie music. I like some dance music. Do you know what I mean? So I've always kind of thought to have a bit of more, a bit more variety and a mix and a mixed bag. So then I'm talking to different people and I'm getting to do, you know, creatively as well. I'm getting to do things that I wouldn't necessarily do with a rapper or an R&B singer. So I always, th I think it helps. You can, I guess, you can kind of hone in on what you want to do once you've sort of set yourself up but I think when you're starting out I would work genres uh, because you learn so much um, that way and you get to talk if you're working on rap music then you know there's a whole bunch of press people who, who only like write about pop or dance music there are radio DJs, there's different platforms that you're missing out of like connecting with and building you know rapport with you're basically limiting yourself and it's just like when you're work when you're setting your career up why would you want to do that as you're moving up the ranks if you think and like you know what though my passion is 100 percent just rap. that's what i want to focus on you can do that but at least then you know that if you're running a label and you're trying to sign a dance act you'll be able to sit down with that dance act and like you know what i mean talk to them um quite no you know you'll have a bit of out their scene and what they're you know and what they need from a label instead of just wanting to sign you know instead of kind of sitting there going well I've only ever worked on rap music so I don't know what you want to sign to me um it all depends on I guess on what your ambition is yeah and what you want to do going forward if you want to be part of the label system and the label machine and you want to work your way up there it's good to have a well-round overview of the music industry oh really that's what I think. Some people will disagree. Some people think it's a complete strength to be a dance person in that label or like the indie guy or like the hip hop guy. People, some, there are people who think, and you know, and they've, they've built amazing careers um, for themselves that way. And, you know, really, uh, I champion them and be like, good luck to you. But for me, it just wasn't something that I wanted. I definitely want to be more around marketing mm. person. Okay. And that. I'm genres as well so i don't want to just work on one thing what's the market i get that so we've got a question here what are some marketing drivers you look for to move a campaign it again it differs from campaign to campaign and depends on what it is that we want to achieve with it when we're there's some of the newer acts that we're signing we're not necessarily facing job um for them so it is more about we're going to spend six months to a year building an audience and that's what we're putting campaigns to do. So it's like for some, like I've got a pop girl called Josie Matt who I've been working with for a year and she's a songwriter. that's absolutely brilliant, but literally starting from scratch. So chart isn't even on our radar just yet. And 
more about we need to build your audience we need to basically position you in a way that makes you the most exciting artist for next year so a lot of the decisions that we make or a lot of the ideas that we come up with for the campaign is based more about building her audience and building her fan base and obviously like getting her getting in getting in getting in making leeways at radio and at dsbs and you know then making her uh, visible to them but our big task is we, we, need, we need to work on building your fan base for the first year um and that's what that will be our markers for her it's just like social numbers growing you know i mean her mailers date and then with someone like be young or dig that like chart markers are going to be part of that and we would plot out what you know what we will hit every single week in terms of like this is where we're going to be in the chart this is where we're going to be in the spotify chart this is where we're going to be at apple and we'll have targets for each platform that we're you know that we're going to be working across to say these are going to be our markers and we refresh every week so we review them every week and kind of see where we've kind of exceeded or maybe where we fell short in plan and then plan for that week based off that. So it's a bit of a hard one. I can't give you like a straight, because it, it all depends on what it is we're trying to uh, move the dial with, move the needle with, with that artist. Um, so again, like I said, every campaign's different. All right, I've got a couple of questions on my own that I always ask people when they here. Um, what would you tell your younger self like now? You know, the younger Nima, what would your advice be to, you know, I don't know, the 20-year-old Nima, the Nima that's just started in music, what would your advice be? Um, do you know what? I think I would have said hustle a lot more. I think I had a very traditional outlook on, like, what the working world would look like. I just thought the only way you can get a job is you you update your CV, you you know what I mean you you send it out, you do interviews, and then hopefully you'll get one. Um, and I think what I'll tell myself back then is like it's that's not enough. Basically, like learn to hustle, get out there, meet a lot more people, um, you know, network, and build build your community. Really, I think like find people to start up to start with. I think there's a lot of people. Thing that win in this industry and that you see is when they were starting they got together with other people that were starting in the business at the same time kind of like supported each other all the way through it and kind of worked their way up together um so it's that yeah i think it's just finding a different way of of getting into music that's not i'm going to fill in my cv and send it to every single label and just wait for a response things were a lot you know i don't want to show my age but back then as well whole internet and like having jobs all the way online like wasn't a thing most, most of the time you wouldn't even know um, if labels are looking unless somebody tells you like oh you'd have to like buy them you know i basically i had like i think one, one place i was doing work and had like the music week directory was back then and then when i ended my music my, my work experience i took the directory with me <laughs> and basically went through every single like label and was writing you know posting my cv to every label um, and it's just, yeah, but I'm like, that's all well and good, but then you're doing the same thing, like, as hundreds of thousands, maybe thousands of other people are doing. It's just like, mm. actually leave the house, go out. Like, my sister does that really well, like, Negla, who's here. She's, yeah, she, honestly, from a, she would constantly be out. At, I mean, I'm not saying she was just like, you know what I mean? She was, <laughs> but she just was in the out, she, having a drink. Just always <laughs> out, just like, <laughs> 
she would yeah she would go out she would meet with people she would like actually make herself visible in the real world instead of me so i think this is how me and her are always different i did but you know i think she learned from my mistakes too so i'll say that as well i'll take credit for <laughs> she saw what yeah. i did wrong and did it right but i think that yeah like don't it's i think the biggest lesson i've always i've learned now is it's what, what where i am now is like just don't wait for anybody to give you a chance some people might you might get lucky and get given a chance but like go out there and find an opportunity and if you don't find it like create it create it find other people other creatives or other people who have similar interests and build something from scratch while you can like when you're in your 20s trust me this is the best time to try different shit like make mistakes you don't have responsibilities make not everybody obviously i know like i'm speaking for everyone but most 20 year olds or you know you're in your early 20s you you you're living at home like you know what i mean like your responsibilities are quite limited and you don't it's not as i guess for me because a lot of me i moved out sort of when i was in my mid-20s so like i had certain responsibilities where i was like i need to pay my rent i need to pay my bills i can't just sit here and try but if you've got the chance to just to actually be able to take risk or create something please do it just trial try an error try things start something with your friends and if it doesn't work, you know what, at least you've learned something from that and you've got that experience. Just keep trying and keep finding people in your network. Trust me, there's like a lot of people who want to do the same thing that you want to do. So find each other and like figure out how you can do it together. Great advice, great advice. And then I guess the next question is um, one you might not have the answer to, but what's what's next? What's next for Nima? What does... What what is Nima oh, what they do? <laughs> What's what do um, you like? Well, well, obviously, some people have certain goals and targets. Like I don't know what you said at the start of this year. Definitely not that you'd be working from home because of COVID. Oh God, <laughs> no! Every time I to myself this year is like, yeah, it's gone out the window. This year's like had to, I guess, put a pause on a lot of things. Um, I mean, what's next? I, I like it is it's it's figuring the next step isn't it as in like i said like i eventually want to run a record label one day like and i really believe i can do it so it's just figuring out what what my, what, I, what i need to do next basically to make that possibility so like in the next two three years um obviously i'm, I'm at columbia and i'm really enjoying it there and there's always opportunities within labels and you know um and within sony but yeah i mean in terms of what's next like i said this year is just big pause i think on a lot of things um but i just i for me it's just focusing on like what my goal is for the next two three years which is to be to run a record label and like be you know a head of you know um be female president uh, either maybe hopefully fingers on beats me to it first black female president in the Listen, you can do it semtex yeah. is in here you give you a label where's semtex come on Sam. Yeah, or that. I'll take. I'll. I'll start a label from scratch. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, we'll watch this space and see what's next. Um, next year, I, th I think it's just yeah. I'm just. I think I'm ready for this lockdown and COVID to be over, so we can actually start figuring out what we're doing. Next. Oh yeah, I said, everyone's, over. everyone's over COVID. Everyone's just like, I know some people <laughs> that are like, can we go back to the office? Literally, oh, is. I'm not that over COVID. I, I'm loving the whole working from home situation. Um, I just want COVID to like be done so we I can actually 
be outside but um properly i mean i know people are but i'm not i'm definitely still quarantined <laughs> you're still in quarantine yeah well i'm i'm following it because i'm like the second wave i'm not about to get caught up in it i'm still like i'm not all these people that were out this bank holiday weekend i was like yeah let's see what happens in two <laughs> I don't know, man. The second wave, I don't know if it's coming. So, you know, I'm not sure. Until I know for sure that it's not coming, I'm not going to be... Go on, Sam. He wants to ask a question. Yeah, I'm not going to be out and about like that. Yeah. Sam, me up, isn't he? Like, he's just... What's he going to ask now? <laughs> so, it's kind of ask a question. So, oh, Jesus said we need to get Semtex on this. Yeah, there we go. Semtex, the people want you on here, man. That's yeah, crazy. Sam, you know, Sam gave me like my first ever opportunity um, in music a long time ago when I was still at uni. Started the Sony Street Team. I think it was like the first, like I think you know there was obviously like street teams in the US for like Bad Boy and Def Jam. Started the first ever Sony one, um, and yeah. my friend joined it. When we were at uni, there'll be like days where they need extra bodies to basically help them fly outside clubs or put up posters and yeah he's um that was my first ever like taste of music uh way way back in the back in the day you know Sentex is a g when i first started at sony Sentex gave me the realness <laughs> i used to like i used to love into that little office yeah. so anytime i go and i'm like oh sam i don't know what to do about this is like do you want friend Sentex or do you want like real Sentex? i'm like no give me the real come on and then yeah he will yeah, he's a, he's a Mancunian, isn't he? He doesn't um, mince his words. But no, I appreciate yeah. it so, man. I've been a long time. I don't so know. Sometimes this question is dodgy. Wait, oh, who's God. the most talented artist you've worked with? <laughs> I said this earlier, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not answering them. I'm not doing it. It's declined. Declined, so. <laughs> declined. <laughs> declined. Carry out so much. Well, listen, Diva, it's been amazing, man. Like, having you Thanks. on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I think we've got so much gems. We're like, yeah, you took your time with this one, but you know, we got here. I took my time. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, listen. He basically went through his whole list of all people they wanted to get, and now, like four months later, he is like, Nima, do you want to do the podcast? I was like, Oh no, now you let me do it. <laughs> it's not. It's not about Nima. He was always on the list. He was always was on the. Not on the short list. Yeah, there, is no short li there is yeah, right. no short list. There is no short Do you know what happens? No, let me let me let me put this out here. No. It's, it's time. time. It's time. No, it's timing. It's it's timing because you gotta remember when some people are like, "Yeah, I'm up for it. Can we do it next week? Can we do it like?" So I'm working with everyone's diary. Plus, um, working with some people that. I thought we'd do it, who wouldn't do it. So I never know when I ask people if it's going to be, yes. When you were done with your shortlist, you were like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, let me see. Who's anyway, who's no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is not the case. For the people, as long as people watching, you know, got some, some knowledge or, you know, found this helpful, that's who it's for. Lloyd, you're on my long list. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is uh, this. I'm glad you said that because that is another thing to put out. This is not for me. I know everyone that comes on this. I've spoke to them at length. It is for 
the people. And I wish I had something like this when I was coming into the game. And, and it's about that. It's, it's, listen, I can think of other things to do if my mom went off. <laughs> And turn it back on all of us. It was like, there's so many lot are going to be on a long, long list. Yeah, I'll get to them later. I know, I see so, it. So, so, so you've been holding me since I left Sony. It's the first time I heard from him. This is a guy that I used to see at the station. He lives in Croydon like me. I can't even hear from him again. <laughs> No, but honestly, thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank no, you. Thank you very thanks. much for doing this. this it will fun. be back. No, so this will be up on the Tempo and Flow Instagram page, and it will be on Spotify and Apple as a podcast, and we'll share it. You know, we'll put it out there. We'll live there forever, and it's been a pleasure, man. Amazing. No, thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, Lloyd. Talk to you later. See you later. All right, later. Bye. Bye-bye.